Following Christ is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. We are excited to have you today. If you would, help us reach more people for Jesus and hit those buttons at the bottom. Like, share, subscribe. We are very, very close to having video along with our show here. So where it's a podcast now, it might actually be a show here in a minute. This is episode 45. We're going to go to episode 50 for season two. I think, Take, it, may, I think it may be 46. Oh, you're right. It is 46. Because I think 45 is airing is airing today. Today. Okay. Yeah. This is episode 46. You're right. We're going to get to episode 50 and close out season two. We'll take about a month break or so. And when we come back in, whenever that is, we will have video. You're We're gonna, really you're excited gonna get, about you're that. You're going to get to see our beautiful faces. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We might lose people. I <laughs> know. I was, I was worried about that. Yeah. If we're going to bring the older brothers in, it may be difficult to keep viewing. Yeah, we just like uh, zoom in on the younger brothers. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I will say I do have more gray hair than my brother, which is sad. Well. Sean, you don't have much gray hair. Mm, I do. I do. I mean, it's he filtered di- in. He dyes his hair. Okay. I do not dye my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I, my wife has asked me about dyeing my hair before. Really? Like, yeah. I was like, why? I can't. Yeah, why would you do that? I, I literally have no hair. You don't have any so, hair. Uh, and I most of the time, you don't have any facial hair either. Well, uh, if if I let the facial hair go out, just a hair. Just a hair. <laughs> just a hair. <laughs> then you can see some gray down in the down in my chin area, mm-hmm. which it gives me a little wisdom roots. You know? Yeah. People are like, that dude must be smart. Yeah. You know? I think, I mean, it's... Don't assume that, right? <laughs> Just because you got a little gray hair, that was smart. Have you, have you guys ever? And this hadn't happened to me in a long time. Have you guys ever been talking bad about somebody, and then realize that they're standing right behind you or right <laughs> beside you? Have you ever done that? I have. It's been it's been a while for me. I can rem- I can remember doing that in high school a couple of times. Yes, because we were knuckleheads in high school, mm-hmm. most yeah. of us. I I've obviously done it at some point because, and this is really bad, but anytime that I'm going to say something, I always look around the room. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, so. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure they're not there. I look around the room. That's <laughs> that wisdom coming out. Hey, yes. That's I'm telling you. Yeah, I think uh, the older we get, the more it's just like it's not even worth it. I'll tell you what. I'd rather just tell them in person. What I've done, at least I can count three very vivid moments in my life where I have texted. I knew he was about to say that. Yeah, the wrong person. About the person that I was texting like Yes. Unintentionally. Oh man! Yeah. So, I, I, and, and I you totally just go into like recovery mode right after oh, that, huh? Yeah. But but these texts, there was no recovery oh, available. <laughs> Is that when you just go to their contact information and block them? <laughs> that, that's that's when you 
like li- the the first time that it happened, I think may have been my official first panic attack in my life. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I can tell you where I was sitting and what happened in my body. That <laughs> like I'm assuming you went numb. My emotions went to realize. It's like okay, I just realized. And in in the moment, I didn't realize it. Set the phone down, pick the phone back up. Oh my gosh! That name at the what, top of that text what, is not supposed to be the what, one. What did I just do? You know, <laughs> and and man, uh, one of them is really fun. I'll have to tell it on the podcast sometime. Uh, the other the other two aren't near as fun, but one of them is really funny. Well, we definitely want to hear that. Yeah, I mean. Do we have time right this second? Sure. <laughs> Man, so so most of our listeners know that our Sean and I are in the sales industry. We I was I was at a late appointment. Um and and I was at the office at a late appointment and I had a husband and wife in my office um and we were talking about their insurance needs and we determined that they had a need for a significant need for life insurance. <laughs> And so I run through the sales process of how we normally take care of families from a life insurance standpoint. And I say all of this to say that life insurance is a very passionate thing that, that Sean and I are really passionate about. It's not, we don't sell life insurance policies like, like, uh, like we sell vacuum cleaners or cars or, you know, any, anything like that. But we don't. Just to make, for the record, we don't sell vacuum cleaners or cars. That, that, Sean, right. I'd be surprised if you've never sold a vacuum cleaner, or I know you sold a car. I've, uh, for sure. Well, oh, yeah. I've, you probably I've sold, sold a vacuum. I've sold one of my own big. I was looking through Facebook the other day, and I'm I'm kind of, we'll get, sorry, Abby, we'll get no, back no, to your story in a second. Squirrel. Been watching this show called Salvage Kings, and I'm hooked. Okay, I watched two seasons in like oh, I can't watch it four then. days. And these guys go in and salvage. Before they tear a building down, they'll go through the building and find all these amazing treasures. And so I'm on Facebook. Now I'm looking for estate sales. Right. Okay. And I'm scrolling through. First one that pops up, Sean Baker. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean? There's an estate sale or something. He's selling some stuff. selling everything I own. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) No, it's it's on that investment property. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I feel like I have to preface the story by saying that people are not a number to us. We we value our clients and we really value our product. Like yeah. uh, the product that we sell is <clears throat> is something that changes people's lives. Like if something happens to you uh, unexpectedly, um, you know, me and my team we're we're gonna bring your family a tax deferred death benefit check to help take care of your family for the rest of your life. And and it's a really important product that we offer. And so I have to say that I have to preface that before I tell you this story. And so these people are in my office um, and we make a sell with long story short when we make a sell and it was a, it was a really good sell. Um, I want to say they got a few million dollars, you know, at least a couple million dollars in um in life insurance premium which is the thing to hang your hat on because that's that's a big need that you filled Mm -hmm. you know and so 
All that in, in their life and, and, and in your sales process as that's well, right. correct? That's exactly right. And so I would always be in the habit of texting Amy, hey, saved a new f- or took care of another family, you know, with a, a life insurance need after every time I would make a sale because I would get excited. Yeah. You know, well, in this particular case, rather than throwing out the uh, face amount, you know, how much life insurance they got, I said, hey, uh, took care of another family, two thirty three a month. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> like you know, y'all seen like Live and Maddie, the Disney Channel, where the girls always like, bam, what? You yeah. know, anytime she yeah. does something good, yeah. what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I said, hey, took care of another family, two thirty three a month. Bam! <laughs> I put the phone down. Bloop. You know, you hear a text message come through. Ding. Pick up the phone. I was that 233 a month. Uh, Bam. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what is going on here? You know, it still didn't register for a second. Still didn't register. Then I look up and I'm melting. I am I am melting in my seat. Because the like for the first time in my career at that point. I really felt like I made somebody feel like they were a number. Yeah. And, and, and like until, it, yeah, like what, everything you just said didn't matter. Exactly. Like, yeah. exactly. Like everything that I, that I prefaced the story with was just a farce and, mm-hmm. and that everybody is just a number and, and farce. And, it, exactly. And so I was just like, I have to fix this. I heard that word. Good word. <laughs> yeah. heard that word. Anyway, uh, wisdom roots coming out again, but uh, all that being said, it, I had to really do some backpedaling and explain myself and thank the Lord. This guy so got it. Okay. He, he so understood, but I think initially <laughs> after admit, Obi pleaded with him, I swear yes, <laughs> yes. it was, at, it was after my plea for sure. Okay. And, but, but we got there and that that was just one moment, uh, where, and so I told that story at a district meeting one time in front of about 120 people. And so now anytime, like somebody would come up to me uh, about some kind of great sale they made, you know, that's been with the company for a long time. And they'll be like, guess what, Obi yesterday, 142 a month, bam, you know, (laughs) It sticks. Yeah. It stuck with them. It, it did. Just don't text it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and don't send it to your client. And if you're going to make sure it's a it's 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 the need that they're taking care of and not the money that yes. they're paying every month. Yeah. Anyway, wow. we can get started now. So. I've well, done that a few times too. Yeah, I think I probably have too. Not that exact thing, but yeah, yeah. just text the wrong person oh, and backpedal. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's easy to do. Man. You have to be careful, and even even if you're not being derogatory, which which you weren't, you're yeah. just you know you're supporting your family, right? And so every sale that you make is another way that you're supporting your family. So you're excited about it, and so to your wife, that's not a bad thing, and in your mind, that's not a bad thing. It's not. It's all about context and who it goes to. And I know, I know, I know what I'm accomplishing. I know what I'm doing. I know what my goal is. I know uh, the way that I go about doing my job, um, you know, and, and so I, I just, I know, I know that I'm doing it for the right reasons. Um, 
you know, if somebody chooses to spend $5 a month to take care of their family right. or $5,000 a month to take care of their family, ultimately it doesn't matter to me so long as they take care of their family. Yeah. And, and so, and I tell every customer that walks in my office that, and so. Yeah. I've got, know, I've gotten way. to where I tell every single customer um, that my salvation is number one. I said, I always tell them, I'm like, let me tell you about the most important things to me, 1,000%. Number one, my salvation. Number two, the salvation of my, of my family, okay, my immediate family, my wife and kids. And then right under that is are they taken care of? And, and they're like, well, what do you mean? Life insurance. I mean, are they taken care of? In the event that I die on the way home whenever I leave here today, I want to know that my family and my loved ones are taken care of because that's the third, like the third most, most important thing to me in this entire world. Okay. And then my career and everything else. Right. And I, you know, and so we always talk about, Hey, we're excited that we were able to save you some money on your home and auto, but is your most important asset protected is your family and your loved ones mm-hmm. protected. So it's important. I mean, uh, I'm absolutely passionate about it. And, and so is Obi. So anyway, yeah, that, that can happen easy. So, real quick before we get into the podcast, um, everybody out there probably has no idea that probably the majority of this this podcast, this setup, takes money to run this thing, is supported by Texas Farm Bureau. And these guys are awesome. These two guys sitting in this room are awesome, um, and, and their company's awesome as well. So, if you have a need, I'll give you an example. I just had a, a roof replaced on my house, and I had insurance with Texas Farm Bureau. I have insurance with Texas Farm Bureau. Was the easy, this was the easiest process I've ever walked through with an insurance company. Call them, insurance adjuster came out. The price was um, very adequate enough to replace the roof, uh, pay deductible, roofs on the house. These guys uh, look for reasons to cover you in your home and auto and life insurance for the right reasons. So if you have a need for that and you want an agent that really takes care of you give these guys a call uh, you can call their uh harrison county office or um what's a panola county office there's three offices actually call any of those to get set up you don't have to live in this county for these guys to help you uh you do have to be in texas though is that correct correct okay so if you live in texas and you need great insurance uh, look them up and do some work with them. We're going to go ahead and get into the podcast. Sean, will you open us up in prayer? Yes, sir. Dear God, just thank you for this day. Thank you for uh, these guys here and what they mean to me. Lord, thank you for our health. Thank you for the health of our families, God. Lord, we just want to um, reach out this morning and pray uh, for all the leaders in this world and this crazy world we live in. Um, Right now, at this very moment, there's um, wars and rumors of wars and just stuff going on, God. And we just, uh, just give us the peace and understanding that, uh, that you're in control and you're sovereign and in control of all things, God. And, uh, Lord, we love you for that. Thank you for, for that everlasting peace. God, just, um, Lord, just thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. Thank you for all that you do, Lord. Help us to reach the masses with this platform and just to, to change lives and plant seeds. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 John 1, 14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, 
glory as the Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. In that verse, the two things that hit me the most are are, talking about Jesus and, and him being full of grace and truth. Grace and truth go hand in hand, and you, we can, there is one without the other, but kind of not one without the other, and guys, you can probably help me walk through this and and explain this, but the supply of grace from the Lord Jesus is unlimited. Would you guys agree with that? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. When Jesus reveals something in our lives, that's truth. When he reveals something in our lives that doesn't honor him, he's saying, this, this is what my truth is. Maybe you're not following it here. And that's a sin. So when we, when we have something revealed in our lives, it, it may be a sin holding us back from a true and healthy relationship with him. So he reveals his truth to us. And then when we're broken over our sin, then that's where his grace comes in. But we cannot receive his grace until we're broken based on his truth. So the ability to receive grace from the Lord is only hindered by one thing. That's me. Right? Because, yes, yeah, sin. It, his grace is always there. His grace is always there. Come back to me. Give that up. Um, do this. And, and he'll give me grace when I fully realize his truth. Now, this is an ever-growing thing that, that we're walking through in the refining process that it should be a, a day-to-day in my life and your life. How can we test this in our lives? So I like to talk about practical, practical ways. If the Lord is always revealing his truth to us and always, his grace is always offered unaboundingly, when I receive that truth and that grace... How do I show fruit of that? I think the main thing that the main way that we can show that is or question that or how we're receiving that is ask ourselves this How actively am I giving grace to others? Because that is solely related to how actively I'm receiving grace from God. It's a part of our journey, it's a part of a measuring stick of our growth with the Lord. We have a, um, in our, and I'm sure most, most people do this. We did this when I was growing up. We have a big measuring stick in our kitchen. It's on, leans up against the wall. It's like nine inches wide, like a big, massive ruler. And our kids back up to it about once every six months, and we mark their heads and say, well, you've grown, you know, an inch and a half in, in two months or in six months, you know, I'll back up to it, and I'm starting to go the other way. Opposite direction. (laughs) Yeah, you know, unless I'm just making the wrong marks. But you look at that, and you see, okay, when my kid was two, he or she was this tall. They're three. They're this tall. They're 16. They're this tall. It's an active measurement and a visual representation of how much they've grown. How are we measuring that in our day-to-day lives? Internally. Internally with our relationship with the Lord and our relationship with others. Grace isn't self-serving. 
I think the lo- a lot of things in this world will want to tell us to be self-serving. There's, there's so many things that, that indicate to us that a measure of success or a measure of growth is self-serving. So I think we have to fight with that. I should constantly be measuring my relationship with the Lord so that I know when and how that I need to go to the doctor. I'm holding up quotations here. If you're sick, you know to go to the doctor. We have to realize that we're sick. And and this is based on his truth that he reveals to us that we're sick. We are constantly sick when it comes to humanity and sin. And so my question to you guys is practically how are you measuring your growth? Well, that's a that's a good question, but you know, I feel like I I use the term moral compass a lot in 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 our podcast and and that's because I I feel like that whenever uh whenever you accept Christ, you accept his truth and I and I feel like that his truth instills a moral compass inside of our soul inside of our body and and internally that ultimately helps us determine it helps us discern what truth is what 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 the difference is between right and wrong you 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 get inserted this moral moral compass that points you away from sin and it points you and it and it and it allows you to recognize what that sin is, whatever that sin may be in you. And so, um, you know, when I say that's what, guys, that's what I'm talking about when I say moral compass. I feel like Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, exactly. When, when the Holy Spirit comes to reside in you, in your soul, you, like Shane's been talking about, you um, you develop this you you get inserted along with the Holy Spirit, a moral compass that points you to truth. And, um, and you realize, you come to realize that with that is, is grace. There are two different things. Whenever I think about grace, I think about forgiveness. Um, I think about, you know, God forgiving me when I don't deserve it, you know, and, and to me, I don't know if that's the definition of grace, um, but it, it certainly seems like grace to me, you know. And, and so, um, you know, how, how can I measure my, my spiritual growth, I feel like, is the, is the question, you know. And, and, and so, first of all, you can't measure anything if you don't know what you're measuring. Yeah. Right? That's true. You know, and, and, and so... You, it, it's very difficult to know if you're growing in that light if you haven't, if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you and you don't have that moral compass that's either pointing you north or south and, and letting you know when you're pointed south and when you need to turn around and go the right direction. Um, and so, you know, in my life, uh, you know, I feel like that, again, once that moral compass is inserted with the Holy Spirit, we realize what our individual sins are. They're really put on, they're, they're really brought to the surface and, and put on display in our hearts and in our minds. And, 
I mean, those, whatever that particular sin is, you know, whether it's pride, whether it is envy, whether it is uh, jealousy, you know, whether it is anxiety and worry, um, you know, it may be that you really struggle with fear of just everything. You know, I, I don't know what your struggle is, but rest assured, whenever that moral compass you know, that comes with the Holy Spirit enters you, it's truly there, it will come to the surface and you will see what it is. And your growth in that capacity, um, you know, how, how, how much you struggle with that moving forward ultimately is kind of a measuring stick for me. And so if I see growth, if I know, you know what, this particular life event would have what this particular life event, maybe this adverse situation, this trial struggle that I normally would have gone through previously would have knocked me down to my face. Now it's only knocking me down to my knees. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, your actions and reactions are an indicator of where your relationship is with the Lord. Yes, yes. And so I, I feel like that uh, where my mind goes whenever where it would have gone previously versus to how far down that rabbit hole it takes me now that that's that span difference shows improvement it shows growth now i'm not going near as far down the rabbit hole whenever uh, of sin whatever that sin is like i said whatever whatever it is pride envy jealousy i'm not going down that rabbit hole of of jealousy as far because of my relationship being tighter with the Lord and, and knowing that, um, you know, I'm, I'm accepting his truth and his grace, uh, more effectively in my life, you know? And so I would say that that's how I measure it. Uh, just based off of the snowball, whenever it starts going downhill and you feel like it's getting out of control, Mm. my snowballs are a lot smaller than they used to be. Yeah, you know they don't have as much momentum. That's right. That's right. And so that that's how I measure measure it. Yeah. Hmm. That's a tough question for me. I mean, like I don't really, I don't really know how I measure how much. I, I can tell you from how much grace I've been given. Yeah, because my measuring stick's probably larger than, uh, longer than a, a lot of people's. You know, but, um, but personally, how I measure God's grace and what He's given. Uh, the grace that he's given me, um, man, you know, um, whenever I look back on my life and I think, you know, I, I really kind of had a, the biggest trials and tribulations I had were whenever I was in my mid thirties, I'm, I'm 44 now. And, uh, and I feel like that, um, God has allowed me to bear more fruit into, uh, into, um, kind of like this podcast, you know, and, has given me platforms and um, and things that I never would have had otherwise before um, I had before I went through all those trials and tribulations and 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 was given so much grace uh, in the midst of my sin um, and uh, you know I just um, what do you I, feel like I pulled up I pulled up this verse the Matthew. Matthew seven fifteen through twenty, and it just talks about how you will know them by their fruits. I don't know if before the age of thirty five, um, 
if you would have known me by my fruits, because I think it was more self-centered. Fruit, fruits of the Lord. For, yeah, fruits, uh, yes. Um, bearing good fruit. Yeah. You know? um, I was. I felt like I was bearing uh, bad fruit, you know, before then. Uh, and I would would have told you I was a Christian, you know, but um I can I can tell you because I feel like I may I maybe uh maybe outside of your wife I probably have been more involved in your life and um and seen your growth over the course of the last ten years and I can tell you like vividly areas of growth that are pretty awesome to me in your life. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, I, I mean, I just think about, I just think about your, um, your attitude, your, your ability that you've been able, how, how you've been able to slow down, even though you still feel like you're going a hundred miles an hour and sometimes you really are, mm-hmm. um, used to the, it, you would, you would be going a hundred miles an hour for all the wrong reasons now your your goal behind continuing to strive, be ambitious, and move forward, and whether it's a business journey, a spiritual journey, uh, whatever it is, it's very you can you can see. It's almost like, it's almost like uh, watching something, knowing that the speed is really going faster, but you're kind of watching it in slow motion, whereas before you. There was there was no slow motion button. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Like you 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 didn't. There was no way to hit the slow motion button, even if we wanted to. But now, like, I can see you slowing down in your mind and thinking, okay, before I take this next step, is it honoring God? Mm-hmm. Before I take this next step, is it going to honor God? Whereas Sean, ten years ago. You were taking a million steps as fast as you could, mm-hmm. and you weren't. You were trying to figure out how to uh, not honor you, but but glorify you know you and your family more so than making it. I'm not saying that you weren't a Christian and you weren't uh, you know doing good things for the Lord. It was just a different. You've grown. So much, yeah. Sure. Uh, you've grown well, so thank, much. Yeah. I appreciate it. You I'm, know, you know, it's been very visible. Like right. it's, I, I, I just want you to. I don't know if you're wrapping your mind around how how visible your growth has been, but there's if I could, I could show you the measuring stick, and you would be like, man, that's really cool. Um, I think you know. it's why it's so important to have people in our lives that are. Accountability, right? Absolutely. So you have your your wife, and um, thankfully, all four of our wives. Well, Brandon's not here today, but counting Brandon, all four of our wives are very much a part of our spiritual growth. And then our our best buds, you know, uh, the ones that can can sit down with us and say, "Hey, man, I see something in you that you know." Listen, first of all, I love you, and this is coming from a place of love. Okay. I want, I want you to grow and I want to grow with you, but I see something in you that you may want to take inventory of. Right. And this is what I see. No judgment. I'm just, you know, telling you what I see because I love you. And on, from the outside perspective, it's easier to, 
it's easier to see the journey than it is from while you're in the journey. It's like right. the saying of uh, can't see the forest for the trees. Right. It's, it's I mean and, and some and let's just face it, some of us are, are more prone to inward um like I, th- I feel like some of us are more prone to measuring ourselves inwardly and some like reflection. Yeah, reflection. And some of us are a little less reflective, you know, from a standpoint of, you know, they just, I, I feel like that. Um, I feel like it's a gift, like for, I feel like Sean and I are kind of similar in the fact of like, go, 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 and not even realize like where we were. Right. And then so you and Brandon, Brandon will sit me down occasionally and say, hey, stop for a minute and right. look, here's where you were and more, here's where you are. More methodical, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, more methodical more self-reflective yes i think that's i think that's very true um and i think that it's really important absolutely to if you've got someone who's self-reflective to slow maybe the shane and sean's down and Mm -hmm. say hey uh, i don't know if you realized it but dude huge growth yeah you know yeah uh and and on the flip side hey i don't know if you realize it but slow down you yeah, know, you know, <laughs> yeah. slow down. Yeah, and uh, and then Brandon and I need that kick in the butt sometimes. Yeah, you know, um, you know, pick it up. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. anyway, make a good team. Exactly, I love no it. doubt about it. So yeah, great stuff. <laughs> truth and grace. We talked about that a little bit about that uh, truth and grace, that forgiveness, mm-hmm. and just how it creates more peace in your life. Uh, last night at church with with my fifth and sixth graders. Really? Yep. Yeah, come uh, on now. Yeah, we really did. That's awesome. And, and, uh, was really so cool. I I wrote this. I wanted to go back to this for just a second. I know we're going long today, but it is what it is. Um, I wrote this on March thirtieth, two thousand and twenty. This was a time where I was like going yeah. uh, going through a lot. Almost two years ago. Yeah, hard hard time in my life. A lot of spiritual growth. And when I read it, the first thing that came to my mind was taking an inventory of am I closer to the Lord today than I was in this moment? Um, and I'd like to say yes. I'd like to say uh, that I am closer to the Lord. I think, you know, there's there's valleys and mountaintops, and this was kind of a, this moment here was kind of a valley and mountaintop at the same time. Right. Uh, felt like maybe life was falling apart at that moment, but really close to the Lord at yeah. the same time. And so, um, I think we can, you know, taking inventory means that we remember, we remember what happened to us and we can reflect on what the Lord was doing in our lives at that time. And we can be honest about what the Lord is doing in our lives right now. Mm-hmm. The word, so I'll end, I'll end here. The word grace, when it's used in the Bible, comes from the Greek word Charis or Charis, spelled C H A R I S. I'm getting Brandon on you guys. <laughs> Charis is when God freely moves toward us and blesses us with his favor and kindness, even though we are undeserving. That's what that word means. Guys, we appreciate you joining us today. Hope that uh, gained some value. Hope, our hope is that listening to this draws you closer to the Lord and we can take true inventory of our lives and make sure that we're growing 
and know that our our growth only comes from realizing his truth and tapping into his grace. Go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.